Uh, FEMA slasher movie around a place and uh, uh, name it, please. And et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, uh, give it a name. You know, just give it a name. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I reckon it's called... Well, you start with the place, if that's easier. You can start with, like, where it's going to be. Where do you want to put... Where do you, where's Where's the slasher movie going these mm. days? Well, as you, were, as you were helping me out with that with an extra prompt, I did think of a, a movie called A Bunch of Kunst. Okay. And, and, and it's in, uh, you know, it's in an art museum in... Uh, okay. In, in Germany. Kunst is, is German for art, you see. And, ah! Um, yes. And, and uh, so there's a bunch people, of cunts. And, and people will infer horror from this. Yes, probably. If if you say probably, is a bunch of kunst parenthesis, uh, <laughs> up to you. How it's you a horror. <laughs> articulate that. Yeah. And uh, look, I haven't, I haven't thought this through. Roger Corman showed up at my I doorstep. Paul, <laughs> he had some ideas, and I was Why all did for you think it. it yeah. that definitely got a worry. I'm Paul Ferdy. I'm a good shot. I'm a great shot. <laughs> a mole, a soul, a bowl, history hole. Get on the history hole. Yeah. And it's Jim Wynorski's 1986 comedy, science fiction horror comedy, Chopping Mall. Oh, as a new security system, completely mobile user-friendly, and absolutely fail-safe. But something is going wrong. There's another one of those things out there. We need to pick us up one by one! They're here for your protection. And shopping will never be the same. Kill bots. Chopping mall. Lots of things are going to get chopped in this mall. It's going to be a chop-heavy experience. Like our expectations. Um, our, the editing. <laughs> yeah. Our perceptions Uh-oh. And, and, and our impressions. Could be argued yeah. they're all the same thing. I would say... Uh, our ability to mate. do impressions are going to massively suffer here. Uh, let, let me try. Oh, I'm Paul Giamatti. Oh, see, it's Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> I'm Christopher Nolan. Well, see, it's all over the place, mate. Yeah. God knows what's happening. Yes, Roger Corman's equally crazy wife, Julia Corman, <laughs> produces. She has also produced a series of Night Nurse films and the Saturday the 14th and Saturday the 14th Part 2, Saturday the 14th Strikes Back, actually oh. what it's called. We, they came before They came before Friday the 13th. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it's a massive rip-off, Friday yeah. the 13th. Jesus. She more recently produced Sharktopus and Dino Shark, who oh, wins good. cinema. <laughs> Peter Travers. Oh. <laughs> he loves all of this. <laughs> now... Wynorski is similarly hardworking, having made over 150 films since 1982. That's more than I've seen this year. (laughs) Only just, though. Only just. The threads seem to be sequels to low-budget knockoffs that you've barely heard of, like The Return of the Swamp King. uh, Thing. King. That's the the final iteration. That was the original title of the thing. Didn't make any sense. Beastmaster 2. Okay. Sorority House Massacre 2. House 4. Ghoulies 4 and 5. Okay. And Deathstalker 2. 
Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Well. How much consent is in this one? Doesn't matter. <laughs> what does that word mean? <laughs> what, does, what does any of this mean? <laughs> Let me out of here! Uh. <laughs> then there's he also does cheap monster movies like mm-hmm. Dinosaur Island, Raptor, <laughs> Venomous. Mm. Huh. I wonder if anyone's ever made an exploitation movie and called it Venormous. Well, that'd be pretty good. That'd be v- pretty good. Venormous. <laughs> uh, Wolfhound. Dino Croc versus Super Gator oh, and Cobra Gator. It's just, yeah. <sighs> the idea's got a lot of mileage. Also, softcore porn films and parodies like Victim of Desire, Vice Girls, The Witches of Breastwick, oh, The Witches of Breastwick 2, The Breastford Wives. Okay, see what you're, <laughs> see what you're doing there. The Lusty Busty Barbecue. Robo Breast. <laughs> Cleavage Field. Like Cloverfield. <laughs> Attack of the 50-foot cam girl. Uh, and the hills have thighs. Cam girl surely would have been better. Oh, yeah. Two on the nose, I guess. Yeah, yeah, far too much. You're not getting into a family theatre with that, mate. Nah. And that's what he wants to be, because he also makes what-the-fuck films like <laughs> A Dog on Christmas and A Dog on Hollywood. I'm going to stop naming films straight to by Jim Wynolsky now. <laughs> At some point. some point I will. I mean, what? What? I'll do one more. All right, go on. Sexapede. That's pretty good. I'm I'm curious about that last one. I <laughs> what's going on with him, Paul? Uh, where, and where are we? <laughs> and where are we with him? Because I don't know yeah. to what extent irony take like <laughs> plays a part in his life. Well, or or if he's just uh, he just he just loves sitting in that directing chair. It's a really comfy chair. Ah, oh, fuck, he loves it, and he, no, he can't be bothered to leave the set ever. So they just make <laughs> more movies around him. They, they just the, he's the, the laziest, <laughs> hardest working man in Hollywood. The 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 fucking the all the what are they called the it's not roadies, fucking yeah, roadies, movie the, roadies, mo- gaffers. Mo- the gaffers, gaffers come in like with a new set, and they're like, "Oh, are you the director?" And he put, he wakes up, and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, movies. Yep. I know movies. What's this? Porn? Great. <laughs> it's a children's film. Great. Get those titties out." <laughs> a dog right the <laughs> uh the production starts very commonly uh julia had a deal to make a horror film in a mall that's it that's literally the starting point have it on my desk by monday Wild and that's West. literally as well because wynorski and co-writer steve mitchell wrote the story in 24 hours and a script in a month and there's just huh. there's just something kind of cool about it yeah you know i mean all right i need a, a movie about a killer tractor oh okay do you any, any, anything else? No, I've got a dummy and I've got a tractor, so I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna run the dummy over with the tractor. I need you to write a movie around it. Okay, maybe I could write some sort of thing about urbanization and you know neglected agricultural societies. Yeah, that's alright. Just make sure someone gets their tits out for the trailer, you know. And that's it. That's your oversight. Yeah, trailer in 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 Hollywood, trailer is a byword for the lads. <laughs> Get your tits out for the trailer. Ooh, how refined. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. What what artistic freedom? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is where fucking Trumbo ended up when he fled Hollywood, having yeah. been blacklisted. He ended up making cheap shit that he had complete control over. <laughs> it's very pulpy, and I kind of like it. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Also, turn yeah. the turnaround I... of a month. You, it's not long enough to get obsessed over. You just you just get it done, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I could probably do with a couple of passes. You say, fearing the uh, the the edit, and and you go, no, this is good. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then chopping more. <laughs> Dunno. Wynorski says that uh, Kelly Maroney was cast because I'd seen Kelly in Jabroni. a couple of things. Yeah. Fucking jabronis. I'd seen Kelly in a couple of things and I wanted to date her. So I figured <laughs> the one way that I could make that happen was to put her in a movie. I don't have much in the way of evidence, but I don't believe that ended up happening. <laughs> 
Wynorski says that Roger Corman took him out to lunch before making the film, and oh, he God. brought a yellow pad, and <clears throat> after lunch he said, here's what you've got to do. Let me try to do my uh, Roger Corman voice. Okay. Here's what you've got to do. Oh, no, he... Okay, that was it. And he gave me a film school in an hour. Everything I learned in the film school didn't count, but what he said made a lot of sense, and I still have that yellow pad, and I live by it. I now have it memorized. Many do's and don'ts. I feel like he contradicted himself a couple of times in there. I have the pad now. I have it memorized. I read it every day. <laughs> Going on with you. Going on with your business. Ah, oh, Best not the to ask. film was... The film was written to be at the Beverly Center, but they cha- they charged too much money to be inside of it. So two pounds, uh, very much like me. Yeah, <laughs> um, very very unsuccessful only fans. So the film was shot mostly at the Sherman Oaks Cat Galleria, where Fast Times at Richmond High was filmed, but more importantly, where Commando was filmed. Oh, so if brilliant. those lists look familiar, it's because Arnie's been jumping about on them. Oh, good. It's amazing how much they made that look like an island lair in Commando, <laughs> and a plane. <laughs> How much they made that mall look like Sully. It's incredible. They, they shot everything and all the characters in that mall. It's amazing. In and of that mall. Oh, the whole thing was shot in 22 days. Fuck yeah. Is that, you just, you see? Beautiful. Get Turn, out there. You, 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 it's, it's, forget like nine months for a, you know, for a baby. <laughs> this yeah. is done in, in two months and, and then, you move, and you, then you're on to the next thing. It's a much better legacy than any child. <laughs> yeah, any child. Even Julie Corman. <laughs> it was someone's child. She was, and that's important to remember. Until yeah. before Roger Corman got his hands on it. <laughs> Took us all. Speaking of which, uh, critics sent the movie a rambogram. Oh. Alex Sendel at the Juicy Cerebellum said, Ooh. Robot killers in a mall, like Dawn of the Dead, done by dorks. Oh. Dorks is such a dorky phrase. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dorks over here. <laughs> what, mate? I'm going to beat you up now. Oh. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Yeah. Call me a nerd, you piece of shit. <laughs> punch him in the face. Public, meanwhile, had a very nice day. Oh. DCOM20 on Google said, For a drive-in movie, it was fine. But compared to something like Aliens, it sucked. But there was nudity in this movie. Oh, yeah. And Alien didn't have that. Yeah. It almost did. Yeah. Teased us, but... <laughs> yeah, there was that one bit where you get a scooching up from Hicks, but other than that... God, the number of takes Ridley Scott did to try and not have that scooching up. Before James Cameron chased him away from the set and was like, hey, <laughs> we stop could... sneaking back in here, you piece of shit. I, I, no, I want to include the nut with computers. <laughs> yeah, we'll make our own VR nut for the future. <laughs> a VR, VR nut, nut for the is future. the name of the, yeah, that's, that's quite a good one for our, our VR porn website that we run. <laughs> VR nut. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it in quotation marks, but you don't have to attribute it nowadays. You just do it. Bust a VR nut, we say. And it's like, that's not very clever. And it's like, eh. <laughs> why don't you fuck off? <laughs> How's that for clever? Piece <laughs> of shit, you dork. <laughs> so, no Threeman, but excitingly, Will Gill Jr. played one of the two jerk janitors in this. And then 15 years later was the train conductor in that ridiculous scene in Pearl Harbor. So, oh, Michael yeah. Bay saw this and was like, gotta have this guy. He's I the like man. the way. I like the way he bullied that other guy. <laughs> He'll take my mind off of my ongoing abusive relationship with Megan Fox. God. What do you mean it's not a relationship? Man. What do you mean? I put her in a movie. That means I can date her. Oh, I get it. Hollywood, <laughs> is, the, Hollywood is the problem. Oh, shit. You heard it here first. <laughs> Finally, someone's calling this. Uh, the film has the incredibly high 50% score on Rotten Tomatoes, 5.6 on IMDb, and according to Joe Blow in his Black Fucking Sheep blog, uh, did so poorly under its initial release as Killbots. Mm. It got pulled, cut, and released as Chopping Mall, and the rest... Ah, oh, it's an hour-long podcast, I hope. <laughs> so, Paul, you slime dog. 
Uh, fuck the future, it's Friday. <laughs> Why do I have a feeling that I'm going to regret this in the morning? It's because we had to hang out with some classic American men, Paul, in this movie. Oh, I um, love them. Specifically the ones who work in a sofa store or bed store or whatever it is. <laughs> These are the douchebags I want serving me my sofas. That's why it's serving. <laughs> Order number three. <laughs> ah! Chugs it at you. How's your sofa? Do you, you want to fuck on it? Not with me. With my, with my butt. Look at him. <laughs> I fucked on it. <laughs> Just there, that, that guy, that fucking guy with the massive smile. <laughs> Christ. Uh, Look, my gum's all yes. over it. So <laughs> we're in a mall. Oh, we're in a mall pool, and uh, a lovely diamond diamond shop with some nice, tasty diamonds. But oh no, a fiend! A Terminator punk shows up <laughs> with his own sinister music with him. <laughs> He's okay though, because uh, Murderbot Three Thousand is here to look after this mall and its property. Yeah. And, and, and Murderbot 3000 takes him out. Uh, yeah. Takes him out non-lethally. Guy tries to shoot him in his soft, you know, vulnerable metal body, but it doesn't work. Yeah. No matter yeah. How many I bullets. guess that's a lesson everybody's going to learn very quickly around here. Probably. So, yeah, he gets caught and tasered by the slow-moving robot. But hold on. This, like Hamlet, is merely a play within a play. Oh, my God. I thought it looked a bit oh. silly and cheap. So... <laughs> um... This can't possibly be the movie. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, there's an announcement by um, Proto Ron Livingston about how the Killbot 3000s are, 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 are they, they deal exclusively non-lethal damage unless there was some sort Absolutely. of malfunction along the way. And there are two people yes. in the front row who I hate so much that I hope we're going to see them again, but we don't. <laughs> well, that's very interesting because, yes, um, Ron, what did you call him? Ron Livingst- Burgundy? Livingston. <laughs> Livingston. Ron Livingston stands up there and it's like, folks, this ridiculous slasher movie is the re- reality I want here and secure Tronics. <laughs> I bet my career that it's going to go okay. Because Brian the Inventor has three robots, much to the chagrin <laughs> of the actual couple from different movie, Eating Raoul, who cameo here. Ah, okay. The Protector 101 series robots. One week from tonight, at closing, the Protectors will begin their patrol of the mall. Paul, they look like the Three Stooges. Each assigned to one of the three upper shopping levels. I don't know, Mary. The one in the middle has an unpleasantly ethnic quality. They were much better in their own film, I can assure you. Uh, yes, um, I, would, I would imagine so. <laughs> uh, yeah, this thing's just going to neutralize people. Also, it has lasers. Killer lasers. <laughs> I mean, it looked pretty lethal in that film you just showed. Yeah. Oh, a documentary. I just made that to look cool. I oh. mean, tasers can probably kill, right? Yeah. Mm, probably. But... Yeah. <laughs> this is before all of that, mate. Mm. Don't worry. This is back when police power was even more unquestioned than it is now. <laughs> also, we've also installed these impenetrable security doors. Oh, do you definitely still need the robots? Yes. <laughs> Can't they just look? You're gonna get. You're gonna get a lot of questions in that head of yours. That pretty little head of yours. He says talking <laughs> to the man. Um, yeah. A- a- about doors and robots <laughs> and a robot apocalypse and. <laughs> Ultimately, you're going to want to shove them all down like you do any any emotions that you have because mm. they're dangerous. Absolutely, and, and you don't because want to be a dork, can... do you? Wait, who's a dork? Who's a dork? Oh. He's a dork. Get him! Because nothing can go wrong. Cue the music and a quick montage to establish the tone of the film and the tone of the eighties. <laughs> it's very good. That's Thatcher. hot dogs, bikini chicks. Yeah. A Casio stand. It's all very good stuff. <laughs> Industries being privatized. 
Oh, and we cut to a restaurant uh, with a bunch of remarkable movie posters on the wall. I wonder mm. where I can hear more about this barbarian queen or the lost empire. They sound great. It's more charming than when Michael Bay does it in ambulance. <laughs> yeah. it? it genuinely is. Yeah. Uh, there are two waiters talking about the excellent hang they've got coming up. <laughs> good, good times to the max, Paul. <laughs> it's Marcy from Married with Children and my, the imaginatively named Waiter 2. Bearer Bonner. Oh, Bearer Bonner's not bad. We'll go with that for Waiter 2. <laughs> There's all sorts of things going wrong back with the robots, but the guy monitoring them is more interested in his pornography <laughs> to notice that the robots have been made murderous by lightning or Reaganomics or something. <laughs> or something, or dorks. <laughs> the dorks made them murderous. No! No. But don't worry, it's not going to phase our heroic guys. Rick Moranis. <laughs> I also had it. It was Rick Moranis. Yeah, yeah. Guy who plays Deathstalker in Deathstalker 2. You know exactly the one that that is. Which one of these guys plays Deathstalker in Deathstalker 2? You know it's the guy with the grin. The guy with the gum and the grin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Jerry Seinfeld. Chad Strongly. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Chad Strongly. Um, also, because we need more fucking characters, Gina Davis is about with <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Um, they're a sort of punk couple who have a van and they haven't had enough fun lately, so yeah. they decide... Why not go hang out at a teenager's party in a mall and fuck on a bed around them? <laughs> show, show the kid what love's really like. <laughs> See his kids! Yeah, it's basically a big date fest, you know. It's, it's basically a, an orgy, but can it be an orgy if people are only interacting with their own? That's very philosophical, Paul. <laughs> it's not very socialist, I can tell you, but... <laughs> Deathstalker from Deathstalker 2 is dating Debbie Harry, I've called her. Oh, yeah, um, okay. Which her breakfast club principal doesn't like, the dad. But yeah. it's okay, because he won't be in the movie again. <laughs> yep. Maybe he's a cameo as well. Fuck me. I usually don't have to name this many characters outside of a Halloween special. Was he in the breakfast club? No, he wasn't. Oh, he okay. just looks like the guy who played the principal in the breakfast club, and also the detective who investigated Stanley Ipkiss in The Mask. That yeah, actor. yeah. I, I know the guy. I think he's, he's actually yeah. reprising his role in Not Another Teen Movie. Uh, but he so, he had a bit of a Christopher Walken intensity in his eyes, Paul. Oh, it, I like that. Yeah, and no, a bit of Udo that. Kier at the same time. <laughs> bit of Udo. Bit, bit of Udo. And, um, Into Udo. <laughs> yeah, he, he was furious, so furious that he left the set. Uh, he left the movie, yeah, yeah. altogether. And so, Scientist 2, I can't name them all. Uh, he doesn't <laughs> notice that Scientist 1 has been fucked and eaten by a robot, so he, he lets his guard all the way down. <laughs> but the unthinkable happens. All he wanted to do was sit and read the inexplicably long novelization of It Came From Out of Space, and he got harpooned for the fucking head by Killbots. Oh, Jesus. My, da my dad went the same way. Oh, fuck. And then he looks at it, and he's like, <laughs> Killbot, we trusted you. And then the, the, the <laughs> sticker peels off, and it says, Mr. Killbot. And you're like, wait. I Hang know. on. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. You killed my dad. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, we get more product placement from Casio. I'm a little worried these guys are getting too powerful. I wanted to check into this. Elon Trusk is really pushing these calculators, and I don't like it. Jerry Casio. <laughs> uh, then it's the party. And Rick, Rick Moranis is pretty nervous because he's been set up with Marcy. Yeah. Uh, but don't worry, though. They've both got a couple of awkward smiles to give each other. And at this rate, they're going to be awkward kissing, just like their friends in no time. <laughs> Fuck yeah, but it's better because some nice music plays when they're doing it. And neither Aww. of them have got their tits out. <laughs> oh, fuck, though. This excellent robot is coming to rock your world, teens. It's a good <laughs> thing he's really fucking dumb and he just rolls right past, <laughs> going past the licorice pizza store. What? I don't... That's weird. Did you see that? That What? 
There's, there's a shop called Licorice Pizza. Oh, really? No, I thought you were just yeah. referring to, like, it was reminiscent of something from Licorice Pizza. <laughs> yeah, the bit with the killbots attack. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, this is the best one since Boogie Nights. <laughs> Return to form. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, look, Paul, it's a good thing some of those teens have to go outside the shop because the robots do seem incapable yeah. <laughs> well, of, of entering. Well, not quite yet. There's one first because, oh, fucking hey, it's Dick Miller from loads of stuff. He was the guy who sold the Terminator his guns in the Terminator. Mm. And he was Murray in Gremlins. Mm. Uh, Pulp Fiction. He was, oh, he's dead. Yeah. You clumsy son of a bitch. Look what you did. I ought to turn you into scrap metal for this. Hey, I see your identification badge, please. Identification badge? Do not make any sudden moves. Sudden move? I'll give you a sudden move upside your head. But our teens, yes, should be safe in the furniture shop. Um, hey, Deathstalker and Deathstalker 2, come give me some cigarettes. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. Got some boobs. Oh, right. I love boobs. I really enjoy boobs. Damn. So he goes, he goes and does that. Yeah. Damn but, my social uh... conditioning. What was that? <laughs> oh, I mean, boobs. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not meant to be smart in this. So he gets surprised by a telephone jump scare. What is this, Scream? But unlike a Scream movie, something cool happens. An adorable <laughs> robot darts him in the back and then rips his fucking throat out. Yeah. Take that ski or record, whatever you are. <laughs> We're running. Okay, I haven't actually seen this film. And yeah, and then his his girlfriend, Debbie Harry, Deb, Debbie Harry, Booby Harry. She um, <laughs> she goes out. Um, the cut suggests yep. it's immediate, but um, the uh, she, yeah. she goes well, out she goes hunting out, for him. Yep, looking for him in her best butt shot, and <laughs> yeah. uh, she finds that Deathstalker from Deathstalker Two has had a cheap prosthetic applied to his neck. Oh no! No. Ah. She gets a much better pro- uh, prosthetic as she gets her bloody dome blown off. It does. Remember that scene because it's going to come up um, uh, <laughs> later on. So In the um, best moment of the film. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did. I did uh, note at this point. Well, when uh, Deathstalker from Deathstalker Two gets killed, the robot yeah. manages to sneak up on him, and he goes, "Oh, damn, you're <laughs> quiet." And then every single movement after that is accompanied with. <laughs> May I see your identification badge, please? Jeez, you little bastards are quiet. They've got a great sense of fear to have to kill bots. <laughs> yes, I am stealth. They make these noises voluntarily. <laughs> Fucking pricks. Shall I begin the murderous psychopath <laughs> process? What? No, you have uh. selected. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> you have selected. Yes, please. Let's wait instructions. So. So begins the running away from the robot section of the film, which yeah. will be followed by credits. <laughs> um, the terrifying yeah. robots blow up a lot of shit around the teens until they manage to get to a save room. Yeah. Um, oh, but oh no, those heavy-duty security doors have locked, closing mm. in the chaos. Thank God they've done this. Oh, God. Oh, but maybe the vents are an escape. <gasps> ladies first. Oh, no, the hilarious robots. Run, fellow men. So we've got <laughs> ladies in a diehard yeah. and guys in a, in a chopping mall. <laughs> In a true lies, and uh, <laughs> and and yeah, like they're, they're split up, but I'm sure it's going to be fine. Oh no, the yeah. bloody women, Paul! One oh, of the God. one of the bloody women misses a man, probably thinking about cooking or something or a period. I don't uh, know. And uh, yeah, what did we call waiter two? What was the better name? Barabona. Barabona, <laughs> yeah, she's coming unglued, and yeah, kicks up an event and starts making a lot of noise. Yeah, I gotta find Greg. He needs me. <laughs> Let me out of here. Susie, please. The guys told us to go down to the parking levels. Go to hell, Linda. You do what you want, but I'm getting out of here. 
because the guys had it totally in hand. They went off to pecking Pa's sporting goods, for example, <laughs> and uh, they tool up and cockily square off against the killer robot. And they're fine. Yeah, and it is tricky, though, because for every five shots they fire, they only get one little spark reaction off of the robot they're shooting at, which is a hell of a ratio, but they do manage to blow one up Jaws-style. Yeah. It's good. Some steam comes out of yeah. nowhere and they do a pose and um, they don't even pick on Rick Moranis. So it's all going very well this for everybody. This place is on fire. <laughs> Got to get out of here. But then the bloody women show up in search of chocolate. Yeah. Probably. Well, look, Gina Davis, she teaches everyone how to make petrol bombs. <laughs> women. <laughs> and the guys are busy converting the elevator into, I think, some sort of bazooka. Mm. Um, so it's all looking fine. The women fearlessly emerge and get ready to, oh my God, a robot, run! <laughs> Luckily, Marcy's here, so she just fucking burns one of them down. Yeah, Bera Bonner dies, though. Yeah, Bera she Bonner burns dies. Down. She gets set alight. Yeah. yeah Bera Bonner hell. burns. And, uh, and we all <laughs> yeah. go... And um, got the Bera Bonds. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they, they hide out, and Gina Davis decides to spend the time figuring out how much money she owes to the mall, which I want to know how she has the expertise to calculate this. But also, I think they're definitely going to end up owing you. <laughs> According to my calculations... Provided we survive the night, of course. We're going to be in hock to this place for the next 85 years. I know, like, the whole breaking and entry thing, but I feel like there is some culpability that's gone here. And some corners seem to have been cut with the kill bots. Seinfeld isn't happy about Bera Bonner, though. Yeah. She was a loose cannon! Yeah. That's happened. We've got to have some conflict now, so... Let's all start shouting, <laughs> and, and... Yeah, then... And done. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we've got, we've, got to stick to, we've got to stick together. That's how we survive. Yeah. Well, what about my girlfriend who just recently died? We're all definitely sticking together then when we split up and look where that got us. Yeah, okay, none of this is making any sense, so let's try and escape. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Let's but... try and get out of here before the third robot breaks in. There's another one? Yeah, there's yeah. another one. That's why we're sitting here looking pensive. Oh, I thought we were deep... I thought this was the debrief. <laughs> so we don't need the Gatorade just yet. Wait, have they? Have the robots broken into any of the stores yet or are they just patrolling the, the things and the, the aisles and we could... Uh, the corridors, sorry, and we could just sort of wait out till the morning? An escape! So, um, <laughs> it's the computer that we need to destroy. Yeah. If we take that out, all the robots will be toast. Let's run across the mall again, making loads of noise. <laughs> it worked oh, really, God. really well last time. But the stealth robot manages to clunkily sneak up on one of them again and throws Seinfeld to his death. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what is the deal with... <laughs> with you falling to your death? <laughs> yeah. So... There's one and a half robots left because the first one didn't die when they blew it up Jaws style. I love that show. <laughs> then they try they try shooting some uh, shooting them some more in the hopes that it might finally work. Mm-hmm. You've got to commit sometimes. Oh, for God's sake. You know, yeah. stop, stop clocks. Maybe this is the weak pot spot you haven't hit yet. Now ah, the off button. No. <laughs> my, my fleshy heart that I wear on the exterior of my body. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, yeah, they managed to keep the killbots at bay with a tiny piece of metal wedged in a door forcing them to very slowly cut down the door with their laser. Yeah, fuck it. So we're down to Jeff Goldblum, Gina Davis, Marcy, and Rick Moranis. Yeah. Um, it's good because there were way too many big head blondes and brunette dudes for me to come up with good names for everyone. I was so confused. When- I was really confused. I'm really glad that Waiter 2 is dead because I didn't have her in my notes. <laughs> um, although I liked her, I liked her name. Uh, yeah, they defeat the bot with some clever use of mannequins and a mirror, which, as we all know, can deflect deadly lasers. <laughs> It can, if we want. Tell you what can't, though, is Gina Davis. She gets got. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's on her. No, she's genuinely my favourite. Ah, oh, bum. Well, time to pick a new favourite, Paul. Well, okay, how about Goldblum? Oh, he decides that he can't live without her, so he slowly drives a cart into it, which <laughs> makes it explode. 
Second best moment of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Just half a robot left and we've still got Marcy and Moranis inexplicably still standing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they've got love guiding them, Paul, where the other ones were just... Oh, beautiful. Just gum and and fear, fear of the intellectual. I think we better split up. Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. Trust me, I know it's for the best. Let's just do this. We'll split up. We'll cover more ground. It's okay. You can always come get me. Okay, I guess we'll do it. Great. Ah, robot, help me! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Get back here quickly, Rick! Well, you try over there, and I'll try over here. No, I don't want to split up. What can happen? You want a list? We're wasting time. Okay, look, if you even think you see anything or hear anything... You'll hear me. Okay. This was a terrible idea. What was I thinking? <laughs> And so, yeah, yeah Moranis intervenes and it's like, Marcy, get the hell out of here. Where? <laughs> Literally okay. the whole problem. Yeah, well, okay, like, go back that way. Okay, I will. I'm dead. All right, I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, bloody well, women. Moranis gets his bloody head kicked in by the robot. So, yeah. I guess we're down to Marcy and a slow moving robot in our funkiest techno track yet. <laughs> Um, <laughs> big beat yeah and the end because i forgot what happens <laughs> she hides behind some dog food um it's a uh, yeah. good thing the robot's just a fucking idiot <laughs> how did he manage to kill so many of us look Gina davis was so good they are sentient but we've we've gotten around <laughs> this topic by making them really dumb like oh my god you guys that's what, that's what they never occurred to them about skynet is what we just make them fucking idiots yeah just in, interesting Hang on a minute. Football. I had the nuclear codes the whole time, and then you destroy it. <laughs> so, oh no, though, he accidentally let out some of the snakes and spiders, and she's a worthless girl. <laughs> oh, God. Luckily, they get replaced by rubber ones in time for the shot where she has to get up. <laughs> oh, That's very considerate of the robot, of the killbot. <laughs> the killbot was like, ah, got ya. Got ya. Got the <laughs> real ones inside pumped. me. Look. Opens up his chest, and they're just all crawling over. <laughs> I run on spiders. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she's got Chekhov's flare stuffed in her boobs. Uh, so, yeah, she creates a big mess with some paint and some white spirit and some thinner. Yeah. And then lures the robot in and she tortures it, which fortunately, as we all know, paint burns at the uh, heat of a thousand suns and it's incinerated <laughs> instantly. Yeah, the, the camera does a lot of heavy lifting to make me feel like yeah. I'm going to die. And then, <laughs> and, and then Paul Rick Moranis is fine. Oh, he's alive. I Thank th- you for all your help, you dick i thought they Goliath was... killed you nope <laughs> they have a big hug oh it's a shame all their friends died but it's definitely time for some triumphant muzak they weren't my friends anyway they were dicks <laughs> fuck those guys let's make out <laughs> they're charred corpses get all up in there let's cover ourselves in their ash <laughs> so what did you think of chopping mall oh god paul well <laughs> this is this is the stuff that dark place is made of isn't it oh yeah it's yeah silly uh, mm-hmm. Fun and short. <laughs> yes. Bless crazy sci fi horror where you don't let a dodgy looking prop get in the way of a good nope. gore, gore shot. Yeah. It's so utilitarian in that sense. Um, yeah. Just, is that, is that the word? Just, uh, it's so crafty in that sense of just like nothing mm. going to waste. Yes. Just everything is going to get used. The, the, whole, the whole cow is going to end up in this one. Yeah. And. It's yeah, it is just remarkable. It bespeaks, it bespeaks a, a, a attitude of just sort of 
understanding the fundamentals of what would make this experience fun mm. and just a willingness to sort of just go with that. Yeah. Um, there's not much in the way of artistry, but there's there is a kind of artistry to just the how effortless this feels. Mm. It doesn't feel contrived. It doesn't feel like a throwback. It doesn't feel like they're trying yeah. for something they're not. It is absolutely and unashamedly what it is, which is chopping more. <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> it fun. It is that. Within the purview of it being B-grade trash, it is com- mm. It is very competent. Yes, Weirdly, it is. You know, surprisingly so. And I, and I get, like, watching something like this, I get why people think that, you know, modern movies of the equivalent lack the charm. And because, like, yeah. because when, when you see something similar nowadays, it's, it's you know, 99% of the time going to be CGI and it, and it kind of yeah. distances Flat you from, yeah, from what's happening. Whereas something like this, even though, you know, the, the dialogue and the acting is terrible. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> but charmingly terrible. Charm- charmingly terrible. Um, yeah. you sort of seeing it warts and all, like everyone knows what, and, and, and this will be the 50th time we've sort of discussed, you know, CGI, mm, wait, wait, <laughs> checks, checks episode notes, the 245th time, <laughs> 275th time, fucking hell. I don't know. I don't know where I am or what time this is, but what I do know mm. is everybody knows that a cheap looking, like less than Dalek killbot w- yeah. walking around, it doesn't. You you know it. It's not like a real robot, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But it's there's a palpableness to it, and it exactly, and it can have a personality to it, even if that personality is based around it being a bit rubbish. Because there's something a little bit endearing about that. The idea that these things were designed by a madman as part of a bad experiment that were not was not meant to work. Yeah, and it has these lethal capabilities, and it thinks it's doing the right thing. Mm. Um, and yeah, it has a kind of wacky and vaguely intimidating air to it once mm. you know it's shown capable of doing some f- uh, very inconsistent deadly things yeah it has a bit of an atmosphere as it's rolling after people but like anytime it's not being effective it's being charming and how ridiculous it is and that's yeah. not something i get from cgi no and what's more I, yeah is cgi allows you to just put whatever you want on screen it'll look bad but you can put whatever you want on screen as you know demonstrated by invasion planet earth yeah. You know, anything you can imagine, you can just do. Yeah. And you don't need to work around the limitation of not being able to do it well. Yes. Because CGI allows you to do anything you like half ass half Yeah. Practical effects, you know, there's a there's a floor that you can't go beneath where yeah. eventually you'll just get to the point where it's like, huh, we can't do this. So yes. what do we do instead? Yeah. We have to use creative camera angles, we have to edit well, we have to move around what we can't do with like yeah. milk trek milk cartons. And that leads to a certain amount of artistry. Yeah. And you do have Roger Corman at the center of this with his little, you know, uh, book of advice on how to make a movie. And there's Mad like scientist. there's a little bit of artistry there. It is the artistry of a charlatan, of a snake oil salesman, but nevertheless one. he's a very good snake yeah. oil salesman he's gonna have you singing on your way home cannot wait to put this stuff in your mouth or your hair or whatever the hell you're meant to do with it <laughs> yeah and the important thing is you believe it yeah again the fact that you're able to get your teeth into things like e- even at the beginning when um security mm. ron livingston is giving his speech about the robots <laughs> and yeah. it, and he dem- does a demonstration with one of them he shows them his id badge and they recognize oh, him yeah. as an employee and they don't attack him yeah and then he's talking about how safe they are. The robot in the background is still turning and going. Yes. And, it's, and, and the fact that it's there in the room, you can't, you, it, it felt, 
weirdly threatening. Like I, I felt the threat <laughs> because it's it's a it's a it's a thing and exists in the space yeah. and it's interacting and, and, and interrupting and yeah like, and you have Ed two hundred nine in your brain so you know yes. what you know a robot going out of control could look like yeah ex- exactly and, <laughs> and 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 even though it just it just leads to suspensive disbelief and even though you know it's not mm. it's not really scary other than that that one moment it's yeah. it's it helps you buy into the the heightened silliness of the movie overall I think. Yeah, yeah it, it meant that what would other otherwise be a fairly pedestrian film just has some some something kind of special to it. Yeah, it does. There's a little bit of magic in there that just arrests you, and the music helps too because the music is it's incredibly cheesy. It's oh, incredibly God, yeah. on the nose. Dun, you know, dun, ask dun, anyone. Like ask anyone to score a killer robot movie, and this is exactly what they do. They get the synth and they do like yeah. the the hyper thing, and it's just. Oh, it's very endearing. Yeah. It's very endearing how Route One it is. Um, yeah, endearing is right. If you're if you're someone out to watch a cheesy movie in the mm. 1980s, and there's a chopping mall ad, you're gonna get exactly the things checked for you that you signed up to see. And yeah. to some extent, you know, obviously you want to try and push boundaries. And the great thing about pulp uh, fiction in general is that because there are such low levels of scrutiny on it. There is great opportunity for pe- people to make things that are better than they should be, mm. such as Eating Raoul, the story that mm. um, that <laughs> yeah. couple are from, which is a story about a, two restaurateurs who decide to start bumping off yuppies in order to steal their money so that they can afford a better restaurant. Okay. Um, it's yeah, like things like that can come out of these spaces. And Roger Corman, you know, worked with all sorts. As did Manahan Golan and um, Jan Globus. You know, he he's like a fixer. Fellini, if I remember correctly. Yeah, kind of, and it's like they'll make the schlock and use it to fund some actual art, mm. and it's, you know, it's very interesting, and the result is that you end up with 150 movies on this fucking guy's CV that nobody's ever heard of, but mm. if you're just Joe Punter who spent, you know, however many bucks to come and see it on a Saturday night in Los Angeles in 1980-whatever, mm. first of all, your life is great, but second... <laughs> Second, you're not going to be disappointed in what you got. Mm. The bare essentials are there. You knew what you signed up for. You saw Roger Corman's name on this thing. You didn't come here to be challenged or have your expectations subverted. Yeah. it's It does what it says on the tin, and it's yeah. a pretty good tin. Pretty sexy tin. It's a pretty fuckable tin, and mm. maybe we should open up that tin and get all the way in it. Yeah, let's do start it. start talking about our quick fires. Quick fire. I did enjoy the title montage of the 80s folk. It just bespoke the sort of busy life of a mall. And it's one of my favorite things about 80s slashes in general is when in the opening moments it does establishing shots of how 80s society looks through mm. this weird lens. And it's always charming. I liked the fake out when they're showing the, they're, they're showing oh, yeah. the movie at the beginning. And, uh, the very robot Scream chase. 4. Yes. Yeah, very derivative of Scream 4, I felt. <laughs> the... Uh, yeah, it, it kills the guy. It's derivative of uh, of of Bond, Paul. The uh, <gasps> the oh, yes. the opening. Uh, what is it from Russia uh, with Love? From Russia with Love. Yeah. Yes. Uh. Where is it? Roger Moore? No, Connery. Uh, no, it's Sean Connery yeah. gets killed by uh, Jaws guy. That's Robert it. Shaw. Yeah, and, and it's a yeah. like training exercise game thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a similar thing here. Um, yeah. When the yeah, the yeah. end comes up on on the the thing, and uh, there's a brief moment of confusion because the end sort of. It lingers on that for a, for a second or two. Yeah, yeah. And um, before revealing that it's a oh, movie. That's good. Everything, everywhere, all at once. You see, it's all going uh, on. Dildos. This is Le Cinema. Mm. Uh, dildos, exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, great input, mate. Great, exactly. Um, lightning striking the wall is great. Yeah. Um, it just looked great. It had a very Frankenstein air to it. The whole mm. thing has like this retro 50s sci-fi kind of feel yeah. to it, which is quite charming, especially yeah. since this is now exactly the kind of movie that we will harken back to now. <laughs> so it's like, I guess 80s nostalgia has secondhand 50s in it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Since the 80s was all about ripping off the 50s. Yeah, I guess that makes that makes sense. You 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 look you look at tropes or tradition and mm. and comment on it in some way. That's basically just being alive, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, Next decade we're getting the 70s care of the 90s, I guess. Yeah, it should be horrible. For 60s the, care of the horrendous 90s. for all of us. Yes. Shit, that actually works. Yeah, because Oasis, Beatles. Hmm. That's probably more, but that's all I'm gonna do. <laughs> that's all I'm all I'm prepared to do. Um, the 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 line from the uh, eating Raul Raul couple yeah when they're they're watching yeah. the they're looking at the robots demonstration yeah. and the guy goes you remind me of your mother it's the laser eyes it, yeah it, it was a, g- a good line I, I I wasn't sure about the smarmy delivery it was too much for me but the uh, yeah I like, and her I like the shocked line. expression in return like they knew they were in a Roger Corman movie <laughs> yeah because they, they are were... gurning and my god they're eye going one hundred and ten percent can hear the eye rolls which I don't remember them doing in Eating Raoul yeah, okay. it has been a while yeah you you quoted it earlier fuck the future it's Friday yeah don't worry it's not that I can't find the future. Oh, fuck the future. It's Friday. What a line. What a what a great, uh, what do you call it, alliteration. And <laughs> yeah. what an attitude. I feel like I want to incorporate that into my life. You know, fuck the future. It's Friday. <laughs> future, not fuchsia, future. Instantly. Yeah. It's because, yeah, because somebody wants future curtains. Yeah. And the guy's like, fuck the future. It's Friday. I feel like fuck the future. It's Friday is also something that a lot of people yeah. live by. And, um... <laughs> and that's how we got to where we are today. Yeah. <laughs> Vote no- nothing. Vote and then just cuts to a void. <laughs> um, the the restaurant scene. There's a there's a vote void. There's a hefty guy. Vote void. <laughs> void. Vote void. Everyone. Void for vote president. Vo- there's a waitress in the waitress scene. Um, <laughs> there's uh, there's a fat guy in the, in yeah. the back and he eats lots and and he's he's gross because that's oh yeah that's that's what that means because he and, is communicated to be yeah and um but then just out of nowhere the the waitresses are talking about the party they're going to go to. And it cuts to him, yeah. waitress, more butter, and then end of scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. Because he, he's, he seems happy enough. Gina Davis is mm. my, my favorite camper, is Gina Davis. Mm. Um, because, yeah, she's just this cool truck lady who knows how to fix the truck better than her guy does. Mm. It's very sort of uh, comp- competent. Mm. Like, she's putting the petrol bombs together later. Um, and when she does get killed, it's such a big surprise. Like there's just this big blood thing on her chest. It kind of goes blam mm. and she's down. And yeah, it was a big surprise. And I found her a very endearing character and it was a shame when she was gone. Oh, that's and that's shame. what you want to feel in these movies is you want to feel like, oh, my favorite one. Yeah. Oh. oh. Strike three, Walden. You're out. My turn. It's okay. I got it. I got it. You know the rules, Buster. Let's into the cab. Okay, Butch. You know I can't resist it when you get tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just crank it when I tell you. Why can't you just stuck to panicky idiot? <laughs> I would 100% be panicky idiot, by the way. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd, I'd have just found a place to hide and then gone, <laughs> let's hope the robots don't find me. I'll see yeah. you in 12 hours. Um, they go, oh, we're in here until 6am. Oh, brilliant. All right. Well, I'm just going to go in this closet. I would be ya. kicking the door in vain, <laughs> making a tremendous amount of noise. Um, You'd be the guy yeah. who finally goes to shoot themselves in the head and there's no bullets in the gun. Yeah, yeah. I'd be Bear Bonner, is what I'd be. I would definitely mm. be her in this. Always lusted after your man. Gary? I'm <laughs> going to say Gary. 
Yeah, it's Gary. Um, I liked the dad. Had, like I said, had an intensity to him. <laughs> Intense to him? Intensity to him. And uh, yeah. it's a shame he wasn't. He didn't just show up later on and, and yell someone's name yeah. in a sort of a deanly way. <laughs> that would have Robot been perfect. House. I like it when Marcy came on to Rick Moranis. Mm. Um, like I, I just like the fact that there's this awkward couple they've set up, and you know he's—I don't know—it it feels like it's about to be communicated that he's going to blow it, and then after killing some robots, he'll have found the confidence to be, mm. you know, the hunk guy. But no, she's just like fuck this, and just like kisses him. Yeah, and it's just—it was nice to see her take control. Yes. What do you say I take you home? That's real sweet, Ferdy. But if it's all right with you. <laughs> stay a little while longer yes definitely <laughs> she is the sort of more confident competent one of the two of them yeah and um yeah. I, I like and that's fun yeah i like that before she kisses him she throws their cups in the bin and they go to make out oh and he, yeah and he goes she's a badass yeah. too and he goes nice shot and then there are two callbacks to the nice shot thing yeah later on when she shoots she takes his gun and shoots the canister to make the lift explode yeah. a lot happens yeah. in this um, and, yeah. and, uh, and he says, oh, nice shot. And then when he isn't dead yeah. and she she wins by blowing up the thing with dynamite, he, he returns yeah. with um, a roll of toilet paper on his head wound <laughs> and just goes, nice shot. Yeah. And that's <laughs> cute. I liked it. It is cute. I like it. I, like um, it. I also like the headshot, the iconic headshot yeah. in which the character's head is just blown up. It's fucking amazing. Just, yeah, it looked great. It was yeah. very well cut. Like, you know, Everybody knows the very effective but very obviously fake um, head explosions from things like uh, Dawn of the Dead or um, Scanners, where you know mm. it it gets by on how powerful the moment is. Yeah. But you can clearly see the fake head before it explodes. Yeah. This one is cut just right so that you don't get yeah. a chance to register that it's a fake head when it explodes. Because it's the same it's the same shot. She comes into shot, yeah, yeah. and you know it's obviously it's her. And it cuts away and it cuts back and it's just as the head explodes. So it's kind of, yeah. it, it's it's like, it's a bit of an optical trick, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Very smart. Yeah. It's in that Roger Corman book. <laughs> it's one page long, but it's <laughs> 18s only. Yeah. The, the, the score is, is great. It's so cheesy oh, yeah. and fun. Um, there's yeah. a slower variant or just the slower piece that plays earlier on um, of the, the danger music. <laughs> Stabbing piano notes. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, that was great. Uh, a fun shot of the silu- of the robot silhouetted and the security door closing, implying that he's still in there with them. Yeah. That was a very cool shot. Um, I love a tooling up scene. I love <laughs> characters just loading up a bunch yeah. of guns and strapping them up, even if these guns aren't going to be used on street punks or terrorists, as I prefer. Um, <laughs> in my cheesy movies, they're just going to be shot and effectually a robot. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, I just love seeing you know. Yeah. A bunch of- Guns getting loaded. Oh yeah. Um, and then there's a pretty nasty squib on. Uh, oh God, waiter two. Uh, Bear a bonnet. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a pretty nasty squib goes off on her leg when she gets shot. Mm. It's pretty gnarly looking, like a like a diehard. Mm, cool. Like a diehard. I love diehard. Hey, I love diehard. I die like diehard. <gasps> uh, Seinfeld shooting a shotgun and making the camera shake and doing so. Um, mm. It's after I think Bear Bon is killed. And he's just, yeah, he does a sort of assault on Precinct 13 style shotgun, uh, you know, double shot. And he does it so hard that the camera is shaking a bit. That's ah, great. That's cool. Yeah. When um, the dynamite explosion or the flare explosion oh, yeah. um, goes off, the camera shakes, implying weight. Um, oh, I yeah. found it very effective. Yeah. 
Absolutely. The 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 waitress friends, Barabona and yeah, uh, Marcy. Marcy, that's it. Um, yeah. They have this thing where they say things in in unison, and I, I think oh, there's yeah. references to like just shit things that guys have said. Um, yeah, and um, that kind of made their friendship feel real, even if it's something yeah. that was heavily scripted and structured. Um, <laughs> it yeah, it's a little thing. Had the opposite right? effect. Yeah, it was good. Like Crispin Glover and his mate in Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, doing whatever it is he does. Um, <laughs> the the fucking when I can't. I can't remember which of the the hot young kids it is, but um, the, <laughs> some of the ones that are having sex, um, mm. the guys they're kissing, and he goes, oh, "You smell like pepperoni." Well, that's the way you feel. Wait a minute. What? I like pepperoni. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's, it's so lame. Such a <laughs> very weird good. thing. It's such a weird delivery, <laughs> and his voice just gets to a real a weird apex. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, and I love that when um, Deathstalker from Deathstalker Two goes out to yeah. look for Sigs. He uh, oh yeah, he pops the his ID badge in his mouth and sort of hitches up his trousers and does up his fly, and it's just a really oh, nice. interesting bit of physicality there, and and the the, the focus is on him with the badge in his mouth. And yeah. it just took me by surprise for some reason. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. When Jeff Goldblum, uh, yeah, just everything to do with uh, him luring the robot into the lift and then mm. sort of dropping it and blowing it up. Mm. It just, you know, including the shot from Marcy, yeah. it just, it looked great. It was a really yeah. good explosion and a satisfying moment. And yeah. It's hard to tell how they did it because it looked really good. Mm. And there's a good li- uh, jump from the lift. Yeah. When he does good, that. Yeah. It's like across yeah. a gap. And um, yeah, it's, absolutely. it's something just that somebody did. style. Yeah. Yeah. Someone did that. Probably Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's a very cheesy line. But w- when the lady just says, um, I guess I'm just not used to being chased around a mall in the middle of the night by killer robots. Mm. Yeah, I, I <laughs> enjoyed it. I I like a bit of that sort of thing. Oh, we um, all like a bit um, of that, ladies and, and gentlemen. I also have Moranis. Uh, Rick Moranis gets a canister, like, thrown at him mm. by a robot. And it just fucking hits him in the chest. And it looks great. He just yeah. throws him backwards. It was, he flies it was a into good, a bin. hard hit. Yeah, he flies into a bin. It's a really awkward fall. Yeah. And I like that. Look good. Woman on fire, Paul. Woman on fire. That looked good. Um, Woman on film, women on fire. (laughs) Women on fire. Women (laughs) on fire. And then when the boyfriend arrives, (laughs) and there's there's a shot of her on fire, and then his reaction, the horror of realizing his girlfriend is on fire, and then it hard cuts to her motionless, flaming body. And it's fucking hilarious. It shouldn't (laughs) be, but the hard cut implies comedy and it's just oh god dumb i loved it and are you okay yeah yeah love <laughs> all right so yeah the guy right the guy eventually riding into the cart no riding the cart into the killbot and just going flying yeah. off of it was very good oh yeah and and, and, and <laughs> yeah and when the killbot grabs um mm, i don't know his name the the guy who gets killed the... oh thrown off the edge jerry seinfeld yeah is it like the, he grabs him at the top of the escalators yeah, yeah, it like like the killbot he the killbot clamps his arm, yeah. and then there's a it cuts to a, like a long shot of him like yeah. twirling and flailing, and he lets a yeah, shot yeah, off yeah. into the air, and there's something about that movement in the distance which looks amazing. Um, the snakes and spiders look good mm-hmm. when they were unleashed, and in particular, the snake is like writhing about and twisting, and he's like, I don't know, the spiders are like bouncing off of him, yeah. and they're like, yeah, ah, 
Yeah. You know, and it's just the way they interact is really authentic. Yeah. Um, there's a bit where Marcy has to smash through some glass using her jumper, which I guess is made of fucking Mithril because it manages to protect her perfectly. But just the Big movement the that she does, so yeah. sort of elbows first, is really good. Mm. Um, and yeah, finally, the freeze frame credits with the, the music are just <laughs> superb. And it culminates uh, amidst all of these hilarious poses. Yeah. Um, just total Wild Women of Wongo quality yeah. here. Um, but the best one is that the woman whose head explodes, they show that shot and then freeze frame on her head exploded yeah. with her credit. And it's so good. That's her legacy. <laughs> God bless her. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah. And that's all I have to say about the good stuff in Shopping Mall. Fuck yeah. Well, what about the good, st- the good stuff of the OG team? What about the good stuff? Oh, my God. Well, I put that one oh, out years dear. ago, and uh, no one was interested in getting in touch. But one person did, and they said, uh-huh. I know Paul Goodman. And I can only begin to <laughs> and that was it. wonder what that means. You know, to, to, <laughs> to, to what extent do they know me? And are they, are they, are they happy with that? Who's yeah. Eric Mellon? I don't know. Uh, they followed us, and they've 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 got a verified tick next to the name. But, oh my god! But they follow like twenty seven thousand people. Okay, creative what's the name? Create Eric Mellon or Mellon, creative director at First Person SF. I don't know what First Person FS is. Mm. Football club, football sphere. SF. Oh, Sootful. Science fiction. I guess so. I don't know. Well, any any fucking way. Um, I respect the shit out of him, though. I'll tell you that. Oh fuck yeah, mate! Love you that guy. Die for that man. Suck him off. Do anything. Okay. Oh, uh, starting with Patreon. Uh, Mark Reed, after talking about uh, all the stuff he loves about me, Paul Goodman, says, It's hard for me to decide which 1986 robot gets hit by lightning and runs a mock movie I like the most. I do wonder if Short Circuit <laughs> and this movie shared effects because the robots have very similar bottom halves. Uh, it's, yeah, it's very Johnny Five, isn't it? However, Chopping Mall is yeah. an absolute hoot. A good but dumb 80s horror, and here are my good thoughts, or whatever you guys say. <laughs> or whatever the fuck you are. <laughs> whatever the fuck it is, I but don't you know. You do, I don't fucking care. The snarky couple yeah. at the presentation. Uh, Licorice Pizza is a great name for a record shop. Um, yeah. Ice- yeah. Oh, that's why it's called that. Uh, okay, God, I get it now. I never got that. Wow. It looks like a Licorice Pizza, a record. Fuck me. I just thought it was a silly thing. Love it. Art. You've, hey. over, you've blown my mind. Hey, everyone. Art. Uh, ice cream lift boy. Different colors of laser <laughs> so I know which, which robot is which. Yeah. <laughs> Ferdy. I'm glad he makes it. And thank you. Have a nice yeah. day after every kill. Thank you. Have a nice day. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, can we talk about the House of Almonds? How many different types of almonds are there? Why do they need an entire house? Does marzipan count? <laughs> Good, good questions. One we're not, pre- ones we're not very prepared to ask on this sh- stupid or show. Or qualified to answer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You have to talk to Doctor. Thanks very much. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Um, Bex Watson Amazing. said, "Oh, yeah, said I'm so sad that I'm at a conference and won't be able to sit down and watch this because it looks incredible. Uh, but I read the title yeah. and tagline out to the other publishers here, and we're all agreed. Eleven out of ten would immediately watch. <laughs> hey, thanks, well, publishers. Yeah, all of you should because this yeah. will be great for your industry." And also, it's, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Yes. Um, and just to God, save... Vex becomes the Roger Corman of the publishing industry. Just to save some time at the other, uh, you know, the, the the bottom end of this episode, this is also my one better thing. One better thing. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Over to Twitter now. Thanks, patrons. Chris Attaway says, Ooh. never seen it, but that is one good title. Hey, yeah. that's, a, that's a good it's... alternate for our podcast name. One good title. Doesn't mean much for us, Ooh. but... No, absolutely just not. Just consider it. Um, but... Yes, it's it's a misleading title because nothing gets chopped and it does imply a slasher, which yes. 
I guess this is. Hmm. It's just a slasher with killer robot energy. It's a sci-fi horror port. What more do you need? Uh, yeah. What do you need? So. What do you want or need? Yeah. Fuck. Just go away. So Matt Fright, <laughs> Matt Freitas or Freitas, I apologize. Mm. Um, said Ma Mother Mother Ritus says, "Chopping Mall is a blast," and it yeah, and it is. I would say it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. is it was a really good blast of good fun. Yeah, not much to engage with, but oh, yeah, it's just a good amount of fun. Sometimes you're just <laughs> thankful for that. Sometimes you just want a bit of fun. And I'm thankful, and I also do want a bit of the OG team. <laughs> I'm thankful the OG team. Great. <laughs> oh. Also a bit of fun, all of them. One better thing. The one better thing. Yeah, this for me. Yeah, sure. Um, I am a big fan of the whole 80s cycle of like setting slasher movies in various settings and theming them that way. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorites is, um, I mean, God, there's so many, but I will I will pick Stage Fright to talk about the no, 1987 movie by Michael Suave, um, an Italian movie, uh, I think it's Deliria in its original Italian okay. and, you know, awkwardly dubbed into English. And it's, yeah, it's a theater production. There's a play being staged and someone is going around killing yeah. you know, bit players, stagehands, oh, like whatever two. else. And, and like in Scream 2, but Brilliant. it's really good. Oh. And I like it a lot. And the killer has a big, horrible owl head, which is very scary. And it has some really unsettling and creepy moments in there too. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with that. It's like Dario Argento's opera, but without the heavy metal. <laughs> The inexplicable heavy metal. I don't think this one has heavy metal. The inexplicable purples and pinks. <laughs> the one better thing. Ah, oh, and that's just about going to do it. So, Brilliant. Paul, how can people find out about the people that we're killing in various places? We're not bound to a single location. No, fuck that. And our inexplicable purples and pinks. Well, they can get onto Twitter and Facebook at OGDPod. <laughs> Send us an email at gmail at OGDPod at gmail.com and say, what's with all of the stuff that Paul just said? <laughs> and I'll go, I don't know. I'll forward your email on to him and he won't reply. He's a busy man. Busy man with a lot of thoughts. And you can find all yeah. of those on... And I don't know how to check my emails. No idea, mate. But um, but you can see some more of his thoughts on Screen Mayhem where he's a film critic. Uh, you can yeah, sign yeah. up to our Patreon where for as little as a dollar a month, if you like this shit, then you're going to love the shit we put on Patreon. Holy crap. I can tell you. It's very similar. <laughs> it's very, very... Um, so we have episodes like the uh, Paul's pitches, our uh, sneak pee, pre- sneak pee, our sneaky pee previews of the Hall- uh, of our Halloween specials. Uh, this year we're doing Scream, and that's been really underwhelming. So you can come go and listen to our frustrated, <laughs> uh, frustrated, angry discussions about why the Babadook listen is fucking better takes. than Scream Six or Five and Six. I imagine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just for a dollar a month. Imagine that. Imagine paying a dollar a month. And, and having and everything. the world at your everything fingertips. Everything we can offer. Uh, and speaking of everything we can offer, we have a TTRPG D&D podcast called Quest Fantastic, where me, other Paul, say hello. Hello. Yeah. Jen, yeah. Sarah, and Nell, all of whom you've met at, hello? at some point. Oh. Yeah. I think I hear it. Anyway. Listeners, turn, oh, rewind, okay. turn it up. <laughs> and don't turn it back down because we've got some important things to say. Quest Fantastic <laughs> is great. And, oh, that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I'm finished. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I'm Paul Finished. I'm Paul Excellent. And remember, the one good thing about chopping more is that apart from the chopping, it's exactly what you expect. <laughs> <laughs>